This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What does it look like to meaningfully pursue racial justice in your day-to-day life? Keep listening to find out more about Jenny Booth Potter's own journey in her new book, Doing Nothing is No Longer an Option, One Woman's Journey into Everyday Anti-Racism. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is the Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. Psalm 119, verses 65 through 96. Psalm 119, beginning at verse 65. You are good to your servants, O Lord, just as you promised. Teach me proper discernment and understanding, for I consider your commands to be reliable. Before I was afflicted, I used to stray off, but now I keep your instructions. You are good, and you do good. Teach me your statutes. Arrogant people smear my reputation with lies, but I observe your precepts with all my heart. Their hearts are calloused, but I find delight in your law. It was good for me to suffer, so that I might learn your statutes. The law you have revealed is more important to me than thousands of pieces of gold and silver. Your hands made me inform me. Give me understanding so that I might learn your commands. Your loyal followers will be glad when they see me, for I find hope in your word. I know, Lord, that your regulations are just. You discipline me because of your faithful devotion to me. May your loyal love console me, as you promised your servant. May I experience your compassion so I might live for I find delight in your law. May the arrogant be humiliated, for they have slandered me, but I meditate on your precepts. May your loyal followers turn to me, those who know your rules. May I be fully committed to your statutes, so that I might not be ashamed. I desperately long for your deliverance. I find hope in your word. My eyes grow tired as I wait for your promise to be fulfilled. I say, when will you comfort me? For I am like a wineskin dried up in smoke. I do not forget your statutes. How long must your servant endure this? When will you judge those who pursue me? The arrogant dig pits to trap me, which violates your law. All your commands are reliable. I am pursued without reason. Help me. They have almost destroyed me here on the earth, 
but I do not reject your precepts. Revive me with your loyal love that I might keep the rules you have revealed. O Lord, your instructions endure. They stand secure in heaven. You demonstrate your faithfulness to all generations. You established the earth and it stood firm. Today, they stand firm by your decrees, for all things are your servants. If I had not found encouragement in your law, I would have died in my sorrow. I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have revived me. I belong to you. Deliver me. For I seek your precepts. The wicked prepare to kill me, yet I concentrate on your rules. I realize that everything has its limits, but your commands are beyond full comprehension. Isaiah 54 through 55. Isaiah 54, beginning at verse 1. Zion will be secure. Shout for joy, O barren one who has not given birth. Give a joyful shout and cry out, you who have not been in labor. For the children of the desolate one are more numerous than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Make your tent larger. Stretch your tent curtains farther out. Spare no effort. Lengthen your ropes and pound your stakes deep. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your children will conquer nations and will resettle desolate cities. Don't be afraid, for you will not be put to shame. Don't be intimidated, for you will not be humiliated. You will forget about the shame you experienced in your youth. You will no longer remember the disgrace of your abandonment. For your husband is the one who made you. The Lord of heaven's armies is his name. He is your protector, the Holy One of Israel. He is called God of the entire earth. Indeed, the Lord will call you back like a wife who has been abandoned and suffers from depression, like a young wife when she has been rejected, says your God. For a short time, I abandon you, but with great compassion, I will gather you. In a burst of anger, I rejected you momentarily, but with lasting devotion, I will have compassion on you, says your protector, the Lord. As far as I am concerned, this is like in Noah's time, when I vowed that the waters of Noah's flood would never again cover the earth. In the same way, I have vowed that I will not be angry at you or shout at you. Even if the mountains are removed and the hills displaced, my devotion will not be removed from you, nor will my covenant of friendship be displaced, says the Lord, the one who has compassion on you. O afflicted one, driven away and unconsoled, look. I'm about to set your stones in antimony and lay your foundation with lapis lazuli. I will make your pinnacles out of gems, your gates out of beryl, and your outer wall out of beautiful stones. All your children will be followers of the Lord and your children will enjoy great prosperity. You will be reestablished when I vindicate you. You will not experience oppression. Indeed, you will not be afraid. You will not be terrified, for nothing frightening will come near you. If anyone dares to challenge you, it will not be my doing. Whoever tries to challenge you will be defeated. Look, I create the craftsman who fans the coals into a fire and forges a weapon. I create the destroyer so he might devastate. No weapon forged to be used against you will succeed. You will refute everyone who tries to accuse you. This is what the Lord will do for his servants. I will vindicate them says the Lord. Isaiah chapter 55, the Lord gives an invitation. Hey, all who are thirsty, come to the water. You who have no money, come. Buy and eat, come. Buy wine and milk without money and without cost. 
Why pay money for something that will not nourish you? Why spend your hard-earned money on something that will not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is nourishing. Enjoy fine food. Pay attention and come to me. Listen so you can live. Then I will make an unconditional covenantal promise to you, just like the reliable covenantal promises I made to David. Look, I made him a witness to nations, a ruler and commander of nations. Look, you will summon nations you did not previously know. Nations that did not previously know you will run to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he bestows honor on you. Seek the Lord while he makes himself available. Call to him while he is nearby. The wicked need to abandon their lifestyle and sinful people their plans. They should return to the Lord and he will show mercy to them and to their God, for he will freely forgive them. Indeed, my plans are not like your plans and my deeds are not like your deeds, says the Lord. For just as the sky is higher than the earth, so my deeds are superior to your deeds and my plans superior to your plans. The rain and snow fall from the sky and do not return, but instead water the earth and make it produce and yield crops, and provide seed for the planter and food for those who must eat. In the same way, the promise that I make does not return to me, having accomplished nothing. No, it is realized as I desire, and is fulfilled as I intend. Indeed, you will go out with joy. You will be led along in peace. The mountains and hills will give a joyful shout before you, and all the trees in the field will clap their hands. Evergreens will grow in place of thorn bushes. Firs will grow in place of nettles. They will be a monument to the Lord, a permanent reminder that will remain. New Testament reading, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 through 33. Live wisely. Therefore, consider carefully how you live, not as unwise, but as wise taking advantage of every opportunity because the days are evil. For this reason, do not be foolish, but be wise by understanding what the Lord's will is. And do not get drunk with wine, which is debauchery, but be filled by the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making music in your hearts to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Exhortations to Households Wives, submit to your husbands, as to the Lord, because the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, he himself being the Savior of the body. But as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her, to sanctify her by cleansing her with the washing of the water by the word so that he may present the church to himself as glorious, not having a stain or wrinkle or any such blemish, but holy and blameless. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one has ever hated his own body, but he feeds it and takes care of it, just as Christ also does the church, because we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and will be joined to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This mystery is great, but I am actually speaking with reference to Christ and the church. Nevertheless, each one of you must also love his own wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. 
This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. God in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you, O Lord, uh, for the ways, O Lord God, that you continue to demonstrate to us your compassion, your mercy, your discipline, O God. That that is but for a moment, but your uh, and, and flows from your love toward us, your everlasting love toward us, your compassion, your mercy, your grace toward us. God, I thank you that you love us. You love us without limit. Thank you for your love that keeps us, that upholds us, that sanctifies us, that makes us more and more like Jesus. God, this uh, passage in Ephesians is one that has been met with much controversy, oh God. But I thank you, oh Lord God, that the context is king, oh God. And I thank you, oh Lord God, that your word says right there in Ephesians 5, oh Lord God, uh, about us submitting, well, first of all, that we would that we ought to be wise and not to live as unwise, but that we would continue to love one another and that we would submit one to another, oh God, out of love and reverence for Christ. And I thank you, oh God, that it is out of that love for one another, that uh, mutuality, that submission flows from one to another in marriage and in the body, oh God. This passage here, oh God, that talks about exhorting not only the wife to submit to the husband as Christ is the head, but for the husband to love the, their wife. This is repeated several times, at least three times in this passage. Husbands, love your wife. Husbands, love your wife. And the call to lay down your life for your wife, it is out of that deep love, that agape love, that submission flows from, oh God. Mutuality springs forth, oh God, and respect is given, God. So I just pray, oh Lord God, that you, that your love would abound among us all, whether we be single, whether we be married, oh God, and that it would flow to us all in the body, that we would love one another and love one another well, oh Lord. And where there has been abuse, of this passage, oh God, where people have been harmed by wrongful, sinful interpretations of this passage, oh God, I pray that you, oh Lord, would, that you would vindicate survivors, that you, oh Lord God, would make a way of escape for those who are currently abused or in abusive marriages. God, I pray that your restoration, that your redemption, that your justice uh, 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 would roll down like the waters, O oh Lord. And I pray, Lord God, for an abundant, abundant examples of godly marriage where deep, deep love is evident to those who see husbands and wives together, O oh God. As this points forward to our, our union with Christ, who is the bridegroom and the church being the bride. I pray this all in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. 
In her book, Doing Nothing is No Longer an Option, Jenny Booth Potter shares her very imperfect but relentless journey of growing in awareness of racism, of reckoning with her own white privilege, and of learning how to be an anti-racism advocate alongside her young family. If you're anything like Jenny was, overwhelmed by the enormity of racism and compelled to do something, but uncertain if you can actually make any difference, then this book is for you. Join Jenny and see for yourself what everyday anti-racism looks like. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off Doing Nothing is No Longer an Option, plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, The Word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at IVPress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.